the Lord calls some over here and says, look at what's going on. I believe that my brother Tim is being invited to witness what's coming on, going on at Gospel Temple today. This was his love and this was his life. And you were his love and life. And I thank God for him. He was a wonderful brother and a good buddy. I just praise the Lord for that. I'm going to do my best to preach in lengthwise, more like Brother Anthony than like me <laughs> today, because we have a lot of things to do. But I told him when he ministered at my church, I said, you, you don't need to do that here. I said, they get used to those short messages. And he's a, he's a drag strip racer, quarter mile. <laughs> I'm an 18-wheeler. It kind of reminds me that I heard a joke one time. You know, Baptist people, they do things congregationally. They said this guy went to trial at a Baptist church. And uh, did a trial sermon and he preached 20 minutes and it was a wonderful sermon. But the board just thought to themselves, said, you know, he's got that one sermon that he's going to try to trick us with. So they invited him back the next Sunday and he preached 20 minutes and an even more powerful sermon. They said, come back next Sunday and if we feel like we do next Sunday, we will vote on you and vote you in as pastor. The next Sunday, he preached an hour and a half. <laughs> they didn't have the vote. They had a board meeting, and they said, Sir, we want to know which one is you. Those two services that you preached 20 minutes, and they were dynamite, or that hour and a half. He said, The 20-minute sermons are, are me. He said, You see, me and my wife both have dentures. And this morning, I got her dentures, and they got to going, and I couldn't stop them. <laughs> The men will enjoy that better than the women. <laughs> Hallelujah. Time I was asked to do this, I got a scripture that I feel is very appropriate, and I'm going to make a little change to it. And I don't, I'm not violating the word taken to or adding. Uh, taken from or adding to. But I want you to turn with me to the book of Joshua, chapter 1, beginning with verse 1 and reading through verse 5. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore rise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, into the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your feet shall tread upon, that I have given to you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even to the great river, the river Euphrates, all of the land of the Hittites, 
and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, that's a sermon in itself, just reading that passage of Scripture. Tim, my brother, your leader, in the natural has died, but I prefer to say he has relocated to his eternal home. However, his vision did not die. It is still very much alive. And it's in your hands, Pastor Anthony and Teresa and this body. It's in your hands what you will do with it. And there's been many prophetic words spoken over this place. And God is still the God that performs those prophetic words. Brother Anthony didn't come to take Tim's place. He came to be the successor. To go forth and pick up what has been started. And to go forth from here with even greater things. I thank God for Sister Becky and the family. And uh, all that they are to us. We love them with all of our heart. And I thank God for the privilege of them being in our family. But I want to encourage you today. With some words. Your leader is gone. But God always has someone to carry on. You believe that? Hallelujah. I'm going to say some important things before I get to preaching. He will not be Tim. But God's hand will be on him. It's not fair to try to put him in Tim's pattern. Now, I can say that better than probably anyone here because I followed Tim one time at pastoring a church. And those people, he was the founding pastor of that church. And Tim and Jesus was a close race to those people. I mean, and many of them thought they were getting Tim in a heavier form. But they soon found out. So it's not fair to measure Brother Anthony by Tim's pattern. God didn't call him to be Tim. God called him to be Anthony. And when there was this time, and I felt too early... I still feel that way. I still want to pick up the phone and call him. And I just can't get over my brother being gone. But on the other hand, I'm a little bit jealous. Because he got where I'm going before I got there. And he's had a good time for the past few months. While I'm still 
Well, I'm still. <laughs> Amen, pastors. Hallelujah. Well, I'm still. Praise God. Hallelujah. See, it's not fair to measure by other things. God did not call him. As I said earlier, to be Tim, he called him to be himself. You didn't vote on him to be Tim. You voted him to be Brother Anthony and Sister Teresa. And I believe that God has placed them in this ministry for such hours as this that God is going to use them mightily to carry forth the vision that has already been started. And I've got some things to say to you out of this scripture. He said, Moses, my servant, the servant of the Lord, is dead. Is dead. Well, in the natural, my brother Tim is dead. That pains me to say that. But he's not dead. He's alive. I had someone to come up to me and say, they tell me you lost your brother. Well, I didn't be a smart aleck, uh, but I wanted to say, no, I didn't lose my brother. You lose a ball or a piece of wood or something like that. You lose something that you don't know where it is. I know exactly where he is. I haven't lost him. I know exactly where he is. I just can't get there right now. But he is not lost to me. He is very found and is in the presence of God. I didn't correct them on that. But let me tell you, my brother is not lost. He is where we know that he is. And he's got his journey made. But he said after Moses died, he, the Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses ministered, the Lord spake unto him. Can I tell you something? God doesn't quit speaking when a leader gets promoted. God spoke to Joshua like he spoke to Moses. And I submit to you that God will speak to Brother Anthony like he spoke to Brother Tim. There is a fresh word. There is a new anointing. There is a new season. There is a new time that God has brought to this body. And I believe that God is setting it into force for the kingdom of God for such an hour as this. The Lord has placed him in this place. Hallelujah. Mm. Well, what did he say? He said, Moses is dead. See, Moses is one of the few in the Bible that no one knows where he's buried. There was a reason for that. He was such a hero to the people of Israel that if God hadn't hid his burial site, they'd have made a shrine to it. And they'd have been going to that grave and worshiping and going to that grave and worshiping. How many knows that the Muslims, their joy is to go to the grave of Muhammad and worship it and make a pilgrimage there? I've been to the grave of Jesus. He's not there. It's empty. Glory to God. He's on the throne. Can I tell you something? Other religions make a pilgrimage to a grave and they find bones of their leader. But I've got news for you. My leader's grave is empty, but his throne is occupied. Hallelujah. He's back on the throne and he's Jesus forever and ever. Hallelujah. said, now 
therefore. Let me talk about those words now. Everybody say now. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Not next month. Now. Now. Today. God is speaking a now word to you. This is a now day. This is not hoping things will be later, but it's now. So what did God say? He said now. Hallelujah. God wants a people that's ready to do a now thing. Many of us is waiting. Well, God, I'll see if you're in it. Well, he won't be in it, do you? Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes I get a little mean, but I get better after a while. See, if you're looking for God to do something different, and I'm just going to weigh it out to see how it works. No, it's not going to happen for you. God's looking for people that's going to do a now thing. Hallelujah. He said, now, therefore. I tell my people all the time in the church, when you find a therefore in the Bible, find out what it's there for. Amen. The word therefore means since this happened. Now, since this happened, what happened? Moses died. Moses got promoted. Now, therefore. Hallelujah. Since this happened. Hold it to God. Tim relocated. I'd like to see him today. I'd like to eat dinner with him today. I'd like to rub elbows with him today. I'd like to go to O'Hara's with him next week. I miss going and getting those prime ribs. Hadn't been since I went with him. But he's relocated. I, I reached for the phone one day quickly. And you know what the Lord said? Lord, you know the Lord has a sense of humor. He said, he's long distance. <laughs> Hallelujah. My phone will call Alabama, it'll call Oklahoma and all that, and don't cause nothing. But he's long distance, so I just laid it down. What's it there for? When the Hall of Fame leader that God had for Israel died, God didn't quit speaking. Hallelujah. How many knows when leaders that we love and cherish and put our trust in and they've been special in our lives, when they get relocated, God doesn't quit speaking. Matter of fact, time, Moses died, God started speaking to his successor. Hallelujah. Time, Tim passed away, God began to speak to Anthony. And it's not easy for grandmas and granddaddies to leave a new little grandbaby. That's one reason I know it's God's will for him to come. If it weren't God's will, they wouldn't be leaving that little grandbaby. I done met him. Hallelujah. Praise God. So God began to speak. God didn't allow any gap time. Are you glad of that? I'm glad God doesn't wait a while to start speaking. We need to hear him now, don't we? Praise God. He said, now therefore, since this has happened, 
I want you to do something. The next word, he spoke to the next leader. Hallelujah. He quit speaking to Moses. Because Moses ain't there. Huh? That doesn't mean Moses weren't great. Hey, you don't need to speak to Moses now. Moses is up there with him. Hallelujah. If he wants to talk to Tim, he's right there. So in regard to Gospel Temple, when Tim relocated, God quit speaking. But he didn't allow any gap time. We didn't know yet, all of you didn't know yet, who was going to be the next one to hear. But God immediately started speaking. And somebody got willing to hear. Aren't you glad when God speaks, he needs somebody to hear? He needs somebody to hear. And so Brother Anthony began to hear. God called him, as the brother said, to the good state of South Carolina. Hallelujah. Florence County is a real good place to be. It's almost up there with Ory County. Hallelujah. <laughs> but he spoke to the next leader. And what did he say? He said, arise. Hallelujah. Lord, I felt that. God has said to the leader, and he said to the leader's wife, and he said to you, don't stay complacent. Don't look around to see what's going to occur. Arise. Arise. Glory to God. Many have stayed seated long enough. God is calling you to arise. Get up out of your seat. Get up out of your place of doing nothing. And arise and begin to be what God has called you to be. There is a place in the kingdom He has called you to occupy. And it's time for us to arise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I said arise and hear from God. Well, glory to God. After he said, arise, he said, go. Mm. A lot of us don't like to go, do we? We like to stay. Hallelujah. We like, you know, things to be like they are. My wife, when she was younger, she's not old now, but when she was younger, I'm talking about the 20s, talking about the 20s and 30s, Martha used to like to move furniture around. And she was strong enough that she could move our living room furniture around while I was going preaching somewhere one night. Now, I liked living room furniture like it was. I didn't like it moved. I don't care where she put it. I didn't like it. And I'd come in from preaching and not cut on the light and cut a flip over the sofa. Because it had moved. I'd go in there and I said, honey, I almost broke my neck. Why didn't you do that? Oh, it looks much better that way. I said, no, it don't. She said, you ain't even seen it. I said, I know I ain't going to like it. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people like that with church. Anytime God begins to call us to do something different, we didn't do it like that before. Hallelujah. Heard a fellow say that 
seven last words of a dying church as we've never done it this way before. Hallelujah. But God's saying arise. And after you arise, you go. How many knows you can't go while you're seated? Amen. First thing you got to do is arise. And when you arise, he said, go. Where does he want you to go? He wants you to go where you haven't been before. He doesn't want you to take another lap around the old familiar territory. You've wore that track out. Glory to God. He said, arise and go where you haven't been before. There's a new day. There's a new way. There's a new road. I'm calling you to arise and go in my steps. Hallelujah. Mm. Where are you going? Over this, Jordan. Mm. God had carried him over the Red Sea. What a miracle that was. Wasn't it? I mean, Pharaoh's army behind them, the Red Sea in front. God divided the waters. You know what he said? I like this. He said, the enemies that you see today, you're not going to see them anymore. Glory to God. I'd like God to tell me that today. <laughs> Hallelujah. The enemies that you see today, you ain't going to see them no more. Hallelujah. First time I lost a family from church. I guess I thought with my winning personality, no, I would never lose anybody. But the first time I lost a family, dad was still living, and he was my coach. Daddy weren't highly educated with book knowledge, but he had, he had great wisdom. I'd lost a family. And matter of fact, he was mad and slammed his key in my hand to the church and stuck my hand with his key. I said, honey, I got to go talk to daddy. So the next day we went to see daddy. And I said, daddy, I lost a family. He said, okay. I said, you don't understand. I lost a family. They were tithers, and we needed them. Daddy said, everybody you gain is not a blessing. And everybody you lose is not a curse. Then he said something I'll never forget. He said, some people look a lot better going than they do coming. I said, okay, Furman. No, I didn't call him Furman. I didn't want to get slapped. Hallelujah. You know, I found that to be true. I've seen people leave that uh, look a lot better going than coming. Now, nobody in here is like that. <laughs> but let me tell you something. God's calling you to arise and go over this Jordan. Well, we've never crossed it before. Well, you crossed the sea. See, the difference is the sea, before they ever put their foot in it, huh? God rolled it back and made it dry. But sometimes, God's not going to roll it back first. The priest that was carrying the ark, they had to step into the river when the river hadn't done anything yet. Huh? Sometimes you've got to, by faith, Step into the river. Hallelujah. But if you got the presence of God on your shoulder. 
and the flame on your shoulder. When you step into the water, it can't stay under your feet, Brother Tim. Glory to God, it's going to roll back. I said it's going to roll back. And as it rolls back, every step that you take, God's going to roll the water back. And guess what they did? They arose and they went over Jordan. Hallelujah. And they did what God commanded them to do. And guess what happened in verse 3? He promised them that every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon. Hallelujah. I have. What what, what tense is that? Have. That's past it. He didn't say, I'm going to give it to you. He said, that have I given unto you. As I said to Moses. The words that I spoke to Tim are not counterfeit because he went to heaven. They're good for Brother Anthony. And the river was still open for you to cross over and get into the land of promise. Hallelujah. He said, and everywhere your foot treads. See, to get what God's got for you, for you got to walk it out. We can't get a set of binoculars and look at it. He didn't say every place you look. He said every place you walk. Hallelujah. They looked at the Jordan and it did nothing. But when they started walking, <laughs> it rolled back. They got into the land of promise. And looking didn't get them anything. But everywhere the sole of their feet tread. I'm done past Brother Anthony in length. Hallelujah. (laughs) Everywhere the sole of their feet tread. He said, I've given it to you like I told Moses. And he began to, I'm going to skip verse 4. He just gave the boundaries. As much as you can walk in, I'm going to give it to you. How much can Gospel Temple walk in? Huh? You going to take a 50-yard dash? Or are you going to inherit what God has promised you? Well, glory, the Lord said to tell you, get on your walking shoes. You don't need high heel spikes. I thank God men don't have to wear them. My God. Have you seen them styles now? About that big around and yay high. I can see me. I'm too loaded on the front end. Hallelujah. God said you need to get on your walking shoes. You need to get on your claiming shoes. You need to get on your shoes that says it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Hallelujah. Anybody out there want to shout, it's mine? mine. Hallelujah. Everything that God promised the previous pastor is going to be fulfilled in us. For we will walk it out and not lose 
a tenth of an acre of our inheritance. God has seen to it that we will inherit the promise. Hallelujah. Verse 5. There will be some opposition. But he said, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. You're going to run into some people who don't want you to have it. But God said you've got it. And when God says it, he said no man can stand before you. And here's the thing. As I was with Moses, as I, we'll go even further back. As I was with Claude Hurley and succeeded with Tim. As I was with Tim, so will I be with Anthony. I will not fail thee. Well, Anthony, he's not going to fail you. Not forsake you. He's going to be yours. As you step into the leadership role, I can tell you one thing. God will be with you. He will not forsake you. Hallelujah. And it's up to you to walk behind the leader. Not try to outrun him. Not try to run over him. He's kind of slender. But God said, you're not going to be able to stand in front of him because God's with him. See, David fought Goliath, and it looked like a pitiful match. Goliath was sitting down talking to David, and he was taller sitting down than David was standing up. And he thought, I better stand up and scare this little fella and watch him run. So the giant stood up, and when he stood up, he was right. David ran. But the direction surprised him. He didn't run away. He ran toward him. And said, you uncircumcised Philistine, I'm going to take your head off. And I'm going to carry it around. He toted the head around that day. Glory to God, showing a sign of victory. I want to tell you something. No size of an enemy against your inheritance will be able to stand because God is with you and He will see that you go through. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Moses, I was with, I'll be with you. Hallelujah, I'm bringing this to a close. My church would like it if I preached that short there. <laughs> I got twin nephews that's my same age, and they all the time preach. The preacher, why don't you cut down? And when they heard Brother Anthony said, won't you preach like that? I said, if y'all weren't so mean, I wouldn't have to preach so long. <laughs> Hallelujah. God has not brought in a replacement for Tim, but a successor. This vision is not a solo race, but a relay. The successor will run the anchor leg. Although through much difficulty, 
Moses' successor made it to the promised land. It may not be easy, but Brother Anthony is here to lead you in success to the vision. I want Brother Anthony and Sister Teresa to join us on the stage right now for this part. Hallelujah. And I want the pastor that they labored under from Alabama, Brother Johnny, to join us, please. Hallelujah. Now, I told you some people look better going than to do coming. That ain't the case here. Brother Johnny ain't all that excited about him leaving, I'm sure. But we've got him up here. He's going to pray a prayer of release. He's going to release them to come be the ministers here at Gospel Temple. Brother Johnny... Sarah, handheld mic available. Give it for me, brother. Go ahead. And let him have that, please. Hallelujah. Brother John, if you want to say a word to him, let him play. Isn't a good, a good man? Me and Brother Anthony have known each other probably three or four years. But ever since we met each other, there's always a kindred spirit. And out of every preacher I knew, there was only one preacher that I, I knew I could call to be a social pastor. That was Anthony. He had evangelist, and I picked at him one day, and I said, you make me my associate pastor one day, and we just laughed and cut up, and it wasn't a year later. That's exactly where he ended up, my associate pastor. But you know what? I learned through my dad. He was a humble man, and I'm a fireman full-time, so I've always been a pastor. But I, I learned this. I told Anthony, I said, associate pastor is not to be back here. Social pastors supposed to be right here. I said, me and you, we're going to lead together. We're on the same level. And I trust Anthony. And I can tell you this, you can trust Anthony. And Sister Teresa, whatever he tells you, he'll do. He's a man of integrity. He loves the Lord. He's faithful to God. And he seeks the face of God. He don't just, just, just get on the internet and come up with a word. Amen. He seeks the Lord for a word. Amen. That's what the world needs right now is preachers that will seek God for his word. Not get a word, but be given a word from God. Amen. A word in due season. A word that changes things. Hallelujah. And that's the reason God sent him was to move you forward. And if you'll get behind him, you'll back him up. Mm. Me and him just a tad bit different in the way we lead. <laughs> when he first came on, he, he didn't have the mercy I have. If something would happen, I'd deal with it in mercy. And Anthony, he wanted to break the rod out and just go ahead and. <laughs> but I watched him over. My I kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, my kind of guy, he said. But, but yeah, I realized a long time ago there's some people you have to drive. Yeah. But there's some folks you just need to love them and let God draw them back to a place of repentance. I love them. 
I hated to see him go, but I never once said, you need to stay here and just be with me. I mean, we feel, I feel like we're about to turn the curve. Everything's going great. The church is growing, but I never said, I want you to go because I wanted to be in God's perfect will, not God's permissive will. Me and my wife, I want us both to touch you as I'm going. I want you to stand because yes. I want you to be in agreement with me. I've never done this, Pastor. Yeah. I don't claim to be a veteran. I'm still an amateur that just loves the Lord and just tries to listen. Amen. First and foremost, Father, I thank you, God, for my brother. For my friend, Jesus. And I ask you in the name of Jesus right now, God, to give him a fresh anointing, God, and fresh vision for this body, God. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God. I release him, God, into this house, God. And I still walk hand in hand with him, Father. Yes. Still Praise there, Lord. God. Distance, God. It's no yes. problem with you, Father, a prayer, Lord. Yes, amen. God, I ask you in the name of Jesus, God, give him new perspective. Amen. Fresh revelation, God, of what you desire to do in this body and through this body, Father. Pray you'd order his steps, God, and yes, God, and establish his thoughts, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray right now, God, that you would lead him forth. Give him revelation to the unknown, God. In the name of Jesus, God, let him seek out your path with all his heart. And yes. Bless yes. Teresa, God, also, God, comfort them both, encourage them, God, in times of struggle, God. When the enemy comes against you, yes. God, help them hang on to the vision, Father, because anything, God, you bless the enemy immediately will begin to attack, Father. We ask you to strengthen them, Father. In the name of Jesus, strengthen this body to stand together, God, and not be divided, Father. In the name of Jesus, we ask you, God, to bless them, God, as they make the step into their family, God, which will be a struggle at times. I pray that you would comfort them and encourage them, God, in the name of Jesus, God, right now, yes, God, God, fill that void in their life, God. I pray for a fresh anointing upon this house, God, yes. upon this body, God, in the name of Jesus, God, new, fresh expectation. In the name of Jesus, right now, fresh expectation. Let it be released into their lives, yes. God. New perspective, God. Excitement, God, about what you're going to do in this house, God. In the name of Jesus, right now, God, let your peace, God, and your joy rest upon this place. In Jesus' awesome name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. My wife wanted to keep this. She said it'd come in handy in dealing in dealing with me. But I'm glad to give it away. I'm asking my brother Paul to join me on stage. Brother Anthony and his family, would y'all come to the stage, please? Come on. Because y'all got some things that y'all got to give in this thing. It's not going to be all that easy. Hallelujah.
Brother Paul, as I was talking a while ago, I said, this is not a solo race. It's a relay race. And in a relay race, the ones with the fastest runner, runners, they don't always win. We know in the Olympics some time ago, they knew who was going to win the gold medal. But in passing it off to the anchor man, they dropped the baton. And by the time he gathered the baton, he couldn't catch up and win. And the gold medal was lost. Paul and I are flesh brothers of Tim. And we represent him today. He has run his leg of the race. And he did it well. Matter of fact, he could always outrun us. Tim was the athlete in the family. He had long legs, slender, and run. I'd have to take three steps in. He, he did make a mistake when he was about 10 years old, 11. He said, Jerry, I'm not going to ever get another whipping. I said, how do you figure that? I was about seven. He said, Daddy's big and fat and I can outrun him. <laughs> but at that age, Tim didn't recognize that Daddy's, although big, his legs was a lot longer. Later on that day, Daddy pulled out the belt and started to whip him, and Tim took off. And every time his foot hit the ground, the belt come across his back. <laughs> and Daddy ran him till he stopped. And then he wore him out. Tim went to the front porch and still had the snubs. And it's great to have a baby brother to do this. I went around there and he goes, <laughs> I said, that plan didn't work too good, did it? <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what baby brother can do. Hallelujah. Carried it faithful, didn't he, Paul? I want you to touch it with me. Tim has run the race. And now, with great faith and expectation, we as Tim's brother pass this anchor, this baton to you. I believe if the Lord's coming, that you're going to be running down with your leg. You're going to take him to the promised land. And we're going to see it. I want you and Teresa to reach out and grab this baton. And I'm going to pray over this. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for being with my brother as he run the race. I thank you, Lord, that you were with him every step. Tough times, but you brought them through. And you brought him to this beautiful place today and this beautiful group of people. And now, Lord... As his brothers representing him, and I believe he's looking down and is well pleased. We pass this baton to Brother Anthony and Sister Teresa. And they're not going to drop it. And this group of people is going to stand on the sideline 
cheering and not jeering. They're going to praise God for the leader that they've got. And God's going to use him mightily in the powerful name of Jesus. Let fresh oil be upon him in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask the elders to come up at this time too. Praise God. Brothers, a few weeks ago, when I was here, I preached, and, and I preached on Elijah and Elisha, and this is a quote of my brother Tim. When he went to heaven, he dropped this mantle. I wrapped you guys in it and laid hands on you and prayed for you. Today... We're going to wrap your new leader in it. Amen. My brother Paul is going to pray over him that the mantle of fresh oil anointing is going to rest upon him. Paul, I'm going to put the mantle around his shoulders and I want you to pray for him. I'm going to get behind him. Brothers, y'all reach y'all's hand out this way. Hallelujah. If you want to move in closer, that'll be fine. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I want to remind you that when that mantle fell when Elijah went into heaven. Elisha picked up him, but all of a sudden, everything that he had on before that seemed all right when he was following, all of a sudden it became like filthy rags to him, and he had to tear it apart. There's a, there's a new door, a new opening. And if you remember that same Jordan River, yes, he smoked that mantle down on it, and the Jordan River opened. God will open it back for one person as well as he will the whole nation. Yes, he will. And there's going to be some times that you're going to feel like you're by yourself that nobody cares. And I want to remind this board, there's only one vision in the church, and the pastor is the vision caster. Your job is to hold up his arms. If you've got more than one vision, you've got die vision. And this church doesn't need that. And it's not Tim's vision, it's God's vision. If it had been Tim's vision, it would have died when he died. Yes. But God's vision outlives every man. Yes, it does. And it's going to live on through you. It'll live on through your successor and whoever's ahead of you. God, God still has a vision. And that vision is to win the lost and to bring them into the kingdom of God. Father God, I want you to put it over both of them. Yes, I believe this, this is a team thing. I wouldn't do anything without my wife being a part of it. When I used to ordain mm. preachers in our denomination, I had a tallit, a Jewish prayer shawl mm. that I spread over the shoulders of them. And uh, when we prayed over mm. them, I saw the anointing as being for both of us. I want to say a word while Tim Nail's coming in here. He brought this guy out of Alabama mm. and, and uh, introduced him to this area. I had him preach a revival for me at Sumter. Mm -hmm. And I called my brother Tim. I said, Tim, you've got to get this guy to yes. come to Gospel Temple. Yes. Doesn't God work in strange ways? Yes, as to how all this has come about. Yes. God uses little things. Mm -hmm. And who has despised the day of small things? Because God takes little things and makes big things out of them. 
Father God, in the strong name of Jesus, I pray right now for a new and a fresh anointing. This man has been walking in the anointing of an evangelist for a long time. But God, a pastor, teacher, and evangelist is going to continue to reside with him. And, Lord, you're going to raise up new things. Uh, this is the day of new things, Lord. Let new anointing rest upon him, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. in the strong name of Jesus, I ordain you, Anthony and Teresa, as the pastor of Gospel Temple Worship Center. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, and may the blessings of the triune God rest upon you. Amen and amen. Praise God. Jay and Jessica to come up. I want all of y'all to pray for us. Y'all gonna be seeing a lot of this guy here. His wife, they've they've come be our associate and, and uh, connection pastor. And uh, I tell you, I believe God is bringing us to a new day. Amen. The fulfillment of what God is going to do in this area. I believe that there's there's been a prophetic word over this house that this church is going to be a regional church. Amen. I believe we're going to be we're going to see that day come. Amen. Amen. I also Amen. want to say, uh, my my family. When I went to my family, and told them that this is what God was laying on my heart. My son-in-law sent me Mark. I want us to get to that scripture in Mark chapter 10. If I can get to it. Mm -hmm. He said, so Jesus answered and said, Assuredly I say to you, there's no one who has left house or brother or sister or father or mother or wife or children and lands for the sake of the gospel who shall not receive a hundredfold now and in the time. And in this, in this time, the house of brothers and sisters and mothers and the children of this land with, with persecution. And in the age to come, eternal life. Let me just say this. I appreciate, I appreciate my family. Yes. I appreciate my children. Y'all Some of you may not understand the relationship we have. My daughter lived three quarters of my one daughter lived three quarters, the other lived two miles. We always had dinner on Tuesday nights. Mm -hmm. We always was close knit. But when God spoke this to me told me I'd be coming here. I said, God, I'm not telling my wife that. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to tell I her. I understand that. <laughs> well, we just had a new grandbaby. Yeah. I walked through the front door, and she said, they're calling. I said, who? She said, Gospel Temple. They're going to call on you. I said, what are you talking about? She said, they're going to call, and we've got to go. Mm. Appreciate you, Lord. Uh, I know Brother Morris is here. Any other uh, ministers, uh, preachers, I want you to join us on stage. Hallelujah. Brother Morris, come on. 
any other preachers join us on stage. We're going to get the preachers to all pray over them and bless them. That's the way we need to be. And I'm going to ask Brother Tim Nail to get the microphone and lead this prayer, Brother, over them. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for seasons, and our life is a set of seasons that we travel yeah. from one time Glory to another. Glory to God. Lord God, I thank you for this man of God that you allowed me the opportunity to meet more than 18 years ago. Yes. He was a fiery, powerful evangelist then. I watched you take him through a season of pastoral ministry and back into the evangelistic field. And Lord, I have watched you shift his ministry and shift his heart back to that of a pastor. Yes. And Lord, I know that you have called him to be a shepherd. I know you have called him to be a, a visionary leader. And I know that through his leadership, this church is going to see what they have never seen. They are going to experience what yes. they have yet to experience. Yes. Lord, I am reminded of the verse of scripture that says that Abraham died and Sarah died in faith. But Lord, though they died, their faith did not die. And Father, I thank you for the physical body of Pastor Tim Howell. That body passed away, but that faith never died. It's still alive. It's alive in this house today. It's, it's moving in this house today. It's felt in this house today. And I thank you, God, for the Joshuas in our life. I thank you, God, for those that take us to the places that we have only seen in the spirit realm, but are willing to walk through the Jordan. And, Lord, we're believing that not only are you raising up a pastor, but you are raising up a team. And, Lord God, that this team is going to walk through. Lord, I pray there will be no sacrificial lamb in this house. That This will not be a, a pastorate between one great pastorate and another great pastorate. But this will be the lifting up and the rising up of, of who you have had, Lord. For this is not a replacement. It's already been dis discussed. But, God, this is the successor. The successor to a vision. The successor to a ministry. The successor to what you have called him to be. And I thank you, Lord, for this season of his life. May it be the greatest season that he's ever known. May he experience more of your grace and more of your power and more of your glory and more of your anointing and more of your fire and more of your fervency. May it be experienced in this season than in any season of his life. May all that that you have taught him as an evangelist, as a pastor, as an associate pastor, as a youth pastor, may everything that you have taught him, may it come together in this time. May it be fulfilled by the hand of God. And may the Holy Ghost, the third person of the triune Godhead, may he lead and direct and may he move. May he be the fire that, that burns by night and may he be but the cloud that travels by day. And we ask that the Holy Spirit grant all of these things in the name which is above every name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. Got one more thing I'm going to do. And now, ladies and gentlemen of Gospel Temple Worship Center, although he's already been preaching, I formally introduce to you the new senior pastor of Gospel Temple Worship Center, Pastor Anthony Cole and Teresa Cole. Give him a hand.
and I'm done, and whoever's supposed to take this, Brother Anthony or whoever, you the pastor. Amen. I will say this, that I believe with all of my heart that God has called us here. We could be anywhere and not be able to reach the blessings that God has designed us to do and be in. You know, when God told Elisha to, Elijah to go to the brook of Cherith and wait there, the raven will feed you there. He could have been anywhere else, but if he hadn't have been there, he wouldn't have seen the miracle. I believe that because, not because I'm here, but where I believe, I do believe in divine appointments. And I believe that where we're, where God, when God to tells us to be somewhere that we're supposed to be and we're doing what God has told us to do, then we're setting ourselves up to see him in a way that we've never seen him before. And I believe this is going to be a season that God is going to call us out of the boat. Though the storms may rage and the storms may come, God will allow us to place underneath our feet everything that's rose up against us to destroy us. Amen. So I refuse to stay in the boat. I'm going to walk towards Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to pray a blessing. Oh, Father, I thank you and I praise you for this day. I thank you, Lord God, that you have, you have gifted us. And allowed us, Lord God, to come and be in this place, Lord God, for this season and this time, Lord God. And Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that better days are yet ahead, Lord God. And Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for being with this congregation, Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you right now, Lord God, that we're not going into this blinded, Lord God. We know that higher levels call for bigger devils, Lord God, but we also know that we're connected to a God who cannot fail. And Father, we praise you and we thank you right now, Lord Jesus, for ministering to your people and touching each and every heart and each and every life, Lord God, in this place, showing us and giving us divine direction, Lord God. We honor you and we praise you for it in Jesus' name. And Father, I just want to pray a blessing over this food today as we go and partake and, and have fellowship together, Lord God. I ask that you bless it, Lord God. And I ask that you, Lord God, that you give it nourishment to our bodies and we will be careful to give our bodies to your service. In Jesus' name, amen. All